0: We got a reading from the big book, uh, page 64 at the bottom of the page,
1: Paul. All right, yeah.
0: Starting with resentments, or with resentment. Resentment is the number one offender, it destroys more alcoholics than anything else. From it stems all forms of spiritual disease, for we have been not only mentally and physically ill we have been spiritually sick. When the spiritual malady is overcome, we straighten out mentally and physically. In dealing with resentments, we set them on paper. We listed people, institutions, or principles with whom we were angry. We asked ourselves why we were angry. In most cases, it was found that our self-esteem, our pocketbooks, our ambitions, our personal relationships, including sex, were hurt or threatened. So we were sore. We were burned up. And that's what I wanted to talk about today or, or to maybe get your take on is this idea of a spiritual malady, um, because it does seem that it's more a disease of the mind and a disease of the body that uh, that takes us over. And I heard someone talk today about that. The, the mind just wants to be bright and the heart just wants to be happy. And really, what gets in the way of that is self. And it seems like they're indicating that towards the end of this paragraph. Um, but yeah, I think that's what we're talking about here is, uh, is uh, a mental and, and physical malady, the physical malady being cleared up once we get clean, once we stop drinking, stop using, and that the mental malady persists and uh, the culprit is self.
2: Yeah, well, <clears throat> we can end the meeting then. yeah hold on a
1: second uh you
2: know this isn't every word here is as true as it could be at that moment yes so people who wrote this book at most had a little less than four years of sobriety and as it says in in a vision for us that this power is going to constantly reveal to us stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't find that this is a spiritual disease. I don't think if you, whatever you're trying to point at as spirit, I don't believe spirit. Uh, I think. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't think spirit has a disease. A malady i don't think it gets catches cold or (laughs) gets uh, taken over by a flu or things like that no i think it's a mental obviously where the problem resides in the mind so it's a mental uh activity and the idea of self being the culprit it truly isn't self uh unless if you see you forming your fingers fingers in a certain way and then the light that comes through them presents a shadow and it looks like a wolf or a cat or something Yes, mm-hmm. you know what i mean oh yeah being a puppet cells sort of being mutated as an activity uh when the light comes through that it casts this image and this image is Constantly being absorbed about and ideated, and this and that, there's a cherishing of it. And therefore, but that cherishing is really uh, promoted by an activity called selfing. Selfing, yeah. Because there isn't a self. So there's not a self doing the selfing. There's selfing. That yeah. implies there's a self doing it. Yeah. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. So if what would a magic a a magic trick could have one quality which is you see the after but you don't see the before yeah Mm -hmm. so if you see the after you think that the rabbit came out of the hat if you saw the before you saw the rabbit was hiding behind the hat yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
2: yeah but the after the rabbit came out of the hat so uh For the trick to work, it has to have us uh, starting at the after not seeing from the before and seeing I mean awareness of seeing what a lot of times when we say seeing it's awareness we're not talking about vision. With the eyes yeah seeing so. The mental state sort of points to the after as being the before. Yeah. so. I would say we are of spirit which would be the before and we take ourselves to be something that's the after which is the mental image. Yeah. And that mental image is supported by memory because when you remember something about the past you're pictured as a body. Yes. And really when you when you if you would paint the anxiety, the painting, the anxiety would be pictured as a body. You're Mm -hmm. anxious about how you as a body is going to be doing later, yeah? And you have a lot of negative ideas that are causing the anxiety because you've relied on something that's projecting you to be fucked next year, yes? So there's a faith in it, and that faith in it Uh, The occupation with the future condition, all just manufactured, yeah, now is producing an effect now, yeah. You're feeling very uncomfortable now, yet there's no reason in a sense why,
3: Hmm.
2: other than faith in the thoughts about next year, yeah. Hmm. I mean, this is, if you see this. the story of it doesn't hold water yeah because uh there isn't a self but there's self thing that says there's been a self yeah so we now try to get out of what we're not in so self gets gets caught in this little cycle of self trying to get out of self and why it can't get out of self because you're not in it really
1: Mm. yeah
2: yeah so, in other words, the hat, the rabbit's not in the hat; it's in behind the yeah. So, trying to remedy the magic trick after is giving relevance or reality to the trick before. Mm-hmm. So this is seeing something before, and now you're not comp- you're not in a crusade to destroy something after. You come to peace that which was the was the source of the irritability, restlessness, and discontent, because you see it's not you, yeah? So the greatest way to win the war is not to fight, really, literally, yeah,
1: yeah. If we
2: go out for a war, there needs to be an enemy. That enemy is given reality from us, yeah? And now we're fighting, let's say, our shadow, so to speak. Yeah. But usually we're actually fighting us as the shadow, That's <laughs> mm-hmm. the insanity. Yeah. Where us has really nothing to do with the shadow's darkness, it's the nature of the shadow. It's sort mm-hmm. of like uh, the absence of light in a way. Yeah. But now, uh, Yeah it goes into it but here it's very simple resentment destroys more alcoholics than anything else mm-hmm. yeah now <clears throat> there's a certain vague feeling of grievance a lot of people are in which is really just cooked resentment yeah it's like a it's like a a stew of resentment there's a lot of resentments mixed in and it turns into a, just an attitude of grievance yeah yeah <laughs> I mean it's uh, <laughs> uh...
1: <laughs> you know I've I've met people in my own family
2: that uh their whole story of this life is uh, based on a resentment that what they had coming didn't come yeah and they have all the reasons and all the the villains of the, of the play frozen in time that they didn't deliver what they should have delivered to me, yeah? And this resentment is killing them in a very slow manner, yeah? It's just like being
1: bled out very slowly. It's like a cancer, yeah?
2: eating from the inside, yeah, and you're not wishing well, like it says in our, the simple instruction two pages later, about looking at the people who seem to have affected us and seeing them as sick, yes? that's a no bueno for the head because it goes against its whole story. Those people knew better and they did something to me, yes? Yeah. So, I mean, these things that happen here can really uh, produce, almost as if it gives life to something like a resentment called my resentment that just lives for 40 years on us yeah that's why it's so beautiful the inventory process it's the first working step where we put pen to paper yeah and we write down this stuff and actually what's beautiful about the aa inventory it doesn't produce your answer yeah if you do an inventory of what you think you're so sure about it will really weaken that surety because you'll see something, yeah? That maybe you had a bigger role in it than you think. And then hopefully you'll see after you take responsibility for your role, maybe you'll recognize there's a bigger role that you haven't noticed at all, which is this parasite, this foreign entity, this activity that's using us as transportation, yeah? But you're not going to get there when you're looking at everyone else as the cause of your condition. Yeah. Yeah. So from stem off, for we have been not only mentally and physically ill, we have been spiritually sick. Yeah, I don't believe, I just think it's talking about an aspect of mind that's not of the mental. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very close to it. So I think they're trying to make a distinction. There's an aspect of you that's not,
1: uh, that's
2: gotten sick by you. (laughs) Yeah, basically. I feel spirit is something in and of itself and I don't believe it has maladies or illness. So when this, I think, when this, I really believe the idea of self they don't see as a mental activity in a way, yeah? They see that there is a long lasting independent separate thing that is sick based on the mental fucking agitation and chaos, yeah? Yeah. But I I feel spirit is uh, uniquely a different and its own condition. It's not aligned with any other conditions. Yeah, so I don't believe there's like an anti spirit that's making the spirit sick. Yeah, that's all. So, uh, it's very simple this inventory. Yeah. We listed people, institutions or principles with whom we were angry. And I always made it a present tense state who we were angry or are angry at, yeah? Because usually a resentment seems to be rooted in the past but it's living now, yeah? When it's called my resentment, yes? So the past resentment is now living now when it's called my resentment so i have to look at you know what was going on what was my role then and what's my role now because i may be nurturing and coddling and feeding the resentment without knowing it yes right now about this event 10 years ago yeah and i may be under the illusion like it's captured in the in the story freedom from bondage in the, in the book, I don't know if they print it now, but in the earlier editions, where the lady had a, a very heavy resentment towards her mother, and she had a story that tried to make it a little easier that she would do anything to get rid of that resentment. But when she got sober, she realized that resentment was like the uh, golden cow for, the, for where the problem resided. It was being milked every day for why... Other relationships didn't work, and why she couldn't hold jobs. So it was a very important resentment to the disease, (laughs) and it had no intention of letting it go. And she realized if she didn't get free from this resentment, she was going to drink again. And as it said here, for her, to drink was going to be to die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she was moved by that urgency to 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 first tell the truth about the resentment that's there was a a giant love affair going on with the mental state with that resentment. to tell the truth. yeah. So then, all right, and then she applied this thing she read in a in a magazine about praying for the person to have everything that you want. Or even more, and not meaning it or meaning it, you know, just do it, and that doing it would change the flavor or how that condition felt in you. And she did that, and she was relieved of that bondage. That the resentment was a major link in, yeah, because see, the resentment, the bondages of self, but how you're bound is by resentment. It's one of its manifestations, yeah? And right above this paragraph, it says that being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So how it defeats us is through its manifestations and resentment is one of the biggest manifestations of self, yeah? So this is like a very important understanding to get the right diagnosis of the fourth, like the fourth step inventory so that you see resentment isn't yours and that it's a manifestation of the disease and through its manifestation the disease is is, uh, defeating us yes so we get crippled by the disease but the crippling effect is the resentment yeah 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 so by telling the truth of the manifestations it's sort of like You'll know the tree by its fruit. So by telling the truth of manifestations, it gives you a sense of really what has defeated you, which is this idea, this activity of selfing bound mm-hmm. with, this, with this product called self, yeah, which is an imaginary product that we're living from yeah, as us. Yeah. It has to be constantly reinforced. That's why there's so much obsession. In the head because the, the obsession reinforces the identification as self. Yeah. So you obsess over shit that you think is inane and ridiculous, but there's a there's a, a reason for that obsession. You're just not privy to that reason. And that reason is to reinforce the identification. Yeah. Because for you to appear to be something you're not, it has to appear that you are quite a lot. <clears throat> that's mostly the mental activity is to keep having you believing you are the appearance that it's presenting Mm -hmm. and if you live from there that's the bondage of self yes yeah and you'll be defeated with that as the established condition bondage of self by its manifestations yeah so resentment is the number one killer anxiety is a big one Mm
4: -hmm. yes
2: the mimicking of fear by mental anxiety, which is sort of like uh, being electrocuted every day a little bit, you know, like 30 zings. Yeah. It's just incredibly uh, bad for the nervous system and shit. Yes. Yeah. You're not meant to be just the body's not meant to be dispensing adrenaline every half hour. Hmm. It's just not. There's a toll you take when you're totally jacked up, especially when nothing's actually happening.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. So these things, you can see the diagnosis of it, yeah? The only point is you don't want it to to turn into knowledge the self has because it's going to avail you nothing. You're Mm -hmm. gonna be like a professor of holes, but you're gonna find yourself falling into holes all the time. You have to have a sense that it's foreign, so then it's knowledge of self, not self-knowledge, right Yeah What could change whats makes that distinction is recognizing the mental activity of being identified as self. and seeing that as a foreign activity, not a truthful statement, a mm-hmm. foreign activity, an assumption that's constantly being supposed all the time, yeah if you can see that then you have a space yeah and then other possibilities show up so now you won't you when you're not defeated by its manifestations you get to the real root of it yeah which is the my the resentment doesn't defeat you my resentment does yes yeah The fear doesn't defeat you because it's not even fear. It's mental anxiety. It's your anxiety Mm. that's defeating.
1: Yes? Yeah. Yeah.
2: The guilt and shame. Where does that come from? Especially that still being vibrantly effective 35 years later is actually by the bondage of being the doer not realizing what it says in the book, you were driven by a hundred forms of fear to do a lot of this shit, yeah? We still still listen to the story that we are the driver no matter what. Mm. And this is unbearable. After 34 years of sobriety, you're still captured by a past action. To me, that's bondage of self, yeah? absolutely yeah it's not bondage of you you're not in the past anymore you're here Mm. it's bondage of self seen as self 34 years ago you believe you you could have done something different than you did no you couldn't have you were taken over where's the forgiveness Yeah we made out i've made my amends i've done all that stuff this isn't a, a way of bypassing any of the effort it's it's a it's a revelation after you do this stuff you you take responsibility and then you see a lot of the shit you weren't really responsible for yeah 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 and then it turns into something else yes In this world I'm accountable for what happened through me, but you're not gonna convince me I did it. You're just not, I just, that's not how I see it. Yeah, that's not how I even felt when it was happening. I felt something took me over. Yeah, and that was a pretty good uh, recognition. I felt it, I felt like, especially after I had been free from it for two years and I had that first beer, I could feel like something came into me and started driving me again, yeah? Because I had had two years of reprieve. So I recognized it, uh, much more. Now I didn't recognize it the next day, but when it entered the vehicle, I recognized it, I did. I saw it coming in. It hadn't been driving for two years, yeah. I forgot a day later, and then it, it was me, but I saw it. Yeah, so.
0: Yeah, my first time hearing you, Paul, I, I saw it as well, and it was the same. It's the same idea of seeing what's supposing itself to be before as after, and it it it's seated in our language um, of talking about things as if they're nouns when they're verbs, um, and the self loves to assume that role and yeah, just it's the putting the proverbial cart before the horse, just as you've said.
2: Well, yes, and this, and therefore, and if you trace back, almost everything could be traced back to this. Absolutely. Yeah? So, why would you want to become a master of of if you really want the tree to be removed? It's got to be from the root. Yes. Yeah. If not, you're just a what a horticulturist or whatever. You're just fucking. You know, uh, designing it and shit. Right. I just. Well, don't hey, Paul, know.
0: We have a we have a number of hands up. I see a bunch of uh, yellow hands here. I w- I don't want to.
4: Yeah, yeah. Bring it on. Yeah.
0: yeah. So we got uh we got Kathy. Come on in, Kathy.
4: Thank you. I'm Kathy, a recovered alcoholic from Cleveland. Um, so, if I understand this right. The, the rabbit doesn't need to get out of the hat because he's not in the hat. So yeah. I don't need to get out of yes. the hat because I'm not in the hat. But the resentment are stewing around in the hat. The manifestation of self is, is what I think I'm in. So like, I think I'm in the hat. Yes. Is that kind of right? Yeah, because if you... The thing the, you know,
2: you know, as an example, yes, because while you're in the hat, whatever else is in the hat you think is yours.
4: Yes. Yeah, my resentment. Yes,
2: because again, you're you're presented as a cause when you're actually an effect. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 So you're living out the effects of something, but you're holding the responsibility of being the cause of that something. (laughs) And so now you are thinking, you can't believe what you've done to yourself. I don't believe you did it to yourself. I don't. I think something had a position where it could do things to you and it has, yeah. Now, for many of us, it's that position has been suspended, and now it's not doing what it used to do to us anymore, yeah? Yeah. And if you would like to live that way, a day at a time, you live the principles of this way of life, and it is a way of life, and you can live as if the problem does not exist as you today. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. (laughs) Pretty damn good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, so you can find yourself in the hat, but yeah. you're not you can but you don't claim everything else in the hat. <laughs> so you travel lighter through the hat, so to speak.
4: <laughs> and I'm not really in the hat. No, you're not. You're not. I'm not. No. I just have to remember that.
2: Well, you don't really. After a while, it's well, it's the remembering of itself, yeah? Mm. So just if you're convinced there won't be any need to remember okay. after a while. Okay. Seriously. Yeah. It will. Uh, yeah. This this thing that wants to forget it, you can't give it the task of remembering it. Its whole drive is to forget it. Okay. <laughs> to try to sign it up as the one that's going to remember it. I don't, I don't really think that's a good move, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah if you are something do you actually have to remember it no i think the remembering is when there's a lack of knowing and this knowledge of i am is an untouchable knowledge you may not you may be it may be misinterpreted but it's constantly pulsating yeah, it's the it's what's used by the mental state to to uh, make valid the idea of Paul. The whole story of Paul is rooted in I am or the existence that's expressing here. Yes? That basically from my head it was a crapshoot if I would wake up or not. Yeah? Mm-hmm does does the head cause me to wake up? No, it's existence. <laughs> <laughs> existence is the is the is the true arbiter of everything, yeah, and that existence they capture it in other spiritual uh categories as I am, yeah the on the onness that doesn't seem to have a switch, yeah, It's just on until it ain't seemingly. Yeah. So, yeah, the I am is the mental state uses that demonstration of our existence to say, I'm the one who's existing. Yeah. So it, it, it doesn't even lend it, it lends itself the existence by claiming the existence. Yeah. But it's not alive. That's why we say you're not in self. There's no self that's alive. There's aliveness that's construed as self by the mental state, yeah? Yeah, that's the yeah. horse. That's the cart in front of the horse, as Jacob just said. Yeah. So is just, and the thing is, the cart in front of the horse has never happened, never can happen, but it can appear to already be so. This is what the head does, yeah? It has us believing shit that has us, coming when we're going and going when we're coming, so to speak, yeah, it's crazy, it is, I mean, and there's relief, I'm just looking at it from relief so I know how it works somewhat, yeah, I'm not trying to, I never could figure it out while I was under its influence, (laughs) it just wasn't, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, so, Yeah, thank you, hon. Yeah, I would
0: it that way. Thank you. Thanks, Kathy. Got David Bitterman. David, come on in.
3: Hey guys, hey, Paul, how are you doing? Good, good. And hi, Jacob, thank you for leading today. Um, Yeah, I just uh, happened to be available and tuned in and just related to a lot of what you were talking about today. I liked uh, what you talked about, about the resentment stew. And it just, you know, be becoming this sort of malaise, uh, you know, almost hard to distinguish causes and, uh, you know, resulting in that just toxic shock to the nervous system all the time from that self-referential point of view. Um, you, you know, you're talking about resentment. And when I was younger, you know, I did a kind of more concrete four-step that had to do with, you know, a lot of people, places, and things. And I think that there was a couple of, you know resentments to god or to life or however i might have phrased it back then um but that last part the resentment against principles i you know i was when you were mentioning that and i was thinking about like on a fundamental level like there there's that resentment of somehow things shouldn't be a certain way like either you know something shouldn't have happened or i shouldn't have done that and on a really basic level, things just, something shouldn't be, right? There's like a declaration of self that something should be different than it is. And yeah. that can even come down to like that I exist or that things are a certain way or however that's interpreted. And when you were talking just now, I mean, that, that, that almost feels like a resentment almost stripped down to its core. and The core of its language is like, right, I, like I, and then some kind of division and uh i was just wondering if you could say a bit more about that like resentment towards either life or conditions or principles um on a really fundamental level like that because that to me that seems to be a a lot of the fee where there can still be a a lot of tripping up and sort of reactionary stuff
2: well i think you just said it well right now Dave. so Mm -hmm. yeah just uh, that
3: literally the declarative act of, of I. So you were, it was, I was interested because you were saying in that almost act of creating the resentment, there's the reinforcement of I, of self, of that idea.
2: That's why it's the, it's that, which is sort of vague and, and uh, ephemeral gets concreteness through the, the bridge of my, so Mm. it finds weight with my resentment so it uses resentment as a weight to add it to itself yes yeah? because it's like it's like the invisible man trying to become visible yeah? mm-hmm. so it has it owns these things like resentments and vendetta and grievance and it has the it has the enemy so to speak and it and it gets a sense of itself by that relation yeah mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. I'm all powerful, but if it's only because these other people aren't doing what I want that it's the way it is. So it's just, uh, it's trying to disguise its inevitable powerlessness. Yeah. Mm. And If you see really uh, what it's really trying to sort of farm every day is relevance. Yeah. Yeah. It wants to feel like it's important. So if it can't find God, it wants to feel important that it's the thing that's blocking you from God. It's just somehow it, it tries to lend itself a lot of relevance. And uh, the last thing it's looking for is irrelevance because that's its underlying fear. Based on the fact that it isn't so, is that the fear is it isn't so, <laughs> and it's it doesn't really want to. Look at that in that mirror, yeah. So mm. it keeps us looking at a lot of other shit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So bigger. There's bigger principles, and then there's the particulars of those principles. Of like, I've been, let's say, put upon. Let's say that principle's there, and now you you experience a lot of particulars of that principle in action. Like seeing someone else, another oh, another fucker is bothering me. That's <laughs> on. So it, the the which one comes first, you know? The mm-hmm. slight reinforces the slight, so to speak. So the slight mm-hmm. gets reinforced by how you're perceiving things, and the mm-hmm. perceiving of things was manufactured by the slight. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So. Mm. Like a loop it, of self importance, what does that mean? It doesn't like you out of the loop of self importance. Yes, it's mm. you don't have money, uh, and you can see it in the world now. A lot of people are in bubbles, yeah, they have mm. a lot of information, but that information's coming from one source, let's say,
1: it's folding it has,
2: back, it's placed with an agenda in and of its own, so it's. It's mm-hmm. very very wild how uh, you know they used there was a great what was his name the microcosm and the macrocosm yeah mm-hmm. the same thing but in different scale so sometimes you can see what's going on in your head by looking at what how things are expressing in the world and sometimes by seeing what's happening in the head you can see what's going on in the world yes mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so macrocosm and microcosm and uh yeah so you know this is getting deeper but of course yeah what allows the perpetuality of it is this identification as self yes
3: Mm. and then it's like the the different lens like you're saying that you you're seeing through almost like that 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 principle where that division is made is sort of reflected back from the particulars in the world or whatever because we're almost filtering what we're seeing
2: most definitely th- and you want to be right yeah so some people they believe they're so wrong and they want to be right about that so they just keep on getting fucked you know because it mm-hmm. it, it actually in a weird way brings about how right they are that they're Mm -hmm. never going to get it, let's say, in recovery or something. So Mm -hmm. there's always these loops. Some are smaller, some are larger, but they it loops around. So everything is really reflecting the one no thing, the one idea of self. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, big or small level. Because it has to keep, quote, unquote, seeing itself in these things because there's no seeing it. It's not there. Yeah. Right. So it has to, it gets a reference that it's there by all the hears it's involved with. Yes. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah.
3: And so if it says it can't see itself in light, or it'll find itself in darkness or what.
2: Exactly. Keeps... exactly. So this is the thing. Sometimes you've got to realize it's not going to become a service animal. It's not going to become, it's not going to be rehabbed. It's, it, it's, it's, it has a dissonant agenda than yours it's not it's not let's say it's always yes everything's part of our river but it doesn't take itself to be part of the river it takes Mm -hmm. itself to be the whole river yeah and Mm -hmm. so what worked with me is to see it as foreign to me not seeing (laughs) it as just a part of me that wasn't working yeah trying to come to terms with it i saw it as a foreign movement now i don't know i don't really care what it is now because its sting is gone mm-hmm. yeah so well, i don't care what it calls itself anymore because its McCain- influence has been weakened yeah yeah but i did not come to it as seeing it as a part of me i saw it as something foreign to me mm-hmm. and that's what triggered a relief that's been stable for a long, long time. So that's what I'm, I'm just like we say in AA, you experience you sharing from your experience strength. I'm sharing exactly from my experience and strength. Mm-hmm. I was it's it was seen as foreign to me and that opened the possibility of being free from it. Mm-hmm. And it told me why the being free from it wasn't available because I was trying to be free as it. It was that simple. Yes. But it was quite profound, and it stayed. That that taking the after and putting it where it's actually really aligned hasn't changed in all these years. Yeah, before the after was in the before. Now the after is the after. <laughs> it's it lined up. Yes, and uh and it's it just works. So, and it's and it's still working. So I'm just here sharing exactly how it happened with me and uh,
3: That's very helpful.
2: Very important to see the foreignness of it uh, before you sort of embrace it as an aspect of you because mm. it doesn't see itself as an aspect of you. It's not ju- it's not joining the gang and pulling and, you know, and and, you know, surrendering for the team. It doesn't have that drive. It's got a certain parasitical sense, well,
3: yeah. And and I like when you share that just that it's mechanical. That uh, it's a programming. It's, it's uh,
2: definitely mechanical. It's it's like, uh, yeah.
3: It's it's got a small domain. It's it serves as,
2: Well, yes, yeah. but it it that small domain domain can have a lot of intent, interest, and attention going to it. Oh yeah. This is the this through the misidentification or the wrecking if that identification as it is stays established it it's guaranteed a certain amount of interest and attention for sure because it's you i mean that's the starting point for most of our interest and attention it starts with you now if you want to change the direction of interest and attention well, maybe see, it's not you. And then there'll be a radical change of where the interest and attention goes. Yeah. 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 If not, everything that your interest and attention will go to will be paying or tithing back to that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So there's bondage in in, in the pursuit of relief from the bondage of self.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Yes. So... You know, just put it out there, whatever it works. Do an inventory. Do a five-minute inventory of, of the shit you used to call yours and just take the your out of it. Mm. That of resentment, not your resentment. See what happens. You'll see that the only things that live for a long time seem to all be called yours. <laughs> and maybe you'll see your role in it. You'll see your role in things. You'll mm. see your role in this thing called selfing. Yeah.
3: Mm. Helpful. I like that. I'm going to give that a go.
2: Yeah. All right. Nice to see you, Dave.
3: Thanks, yeah. boss. Thanks, Jacob. Thanks, everybody.
0: Thanks, David. All right. We got Nicholas. Nicholas, come on in. Hey,
4: everyone. Um, I think you were touching on it when you were talking about uh, we want to be right. Um, I was wondering if you could dwell on the the dynamic of of letting go of the weight of having done or looked at life a certain way for so long. And in doing so, acknowledging tacitly, acknowledging that we've lived our life um, incorrectly for so long, and that might be the weight that keeps us from in part taking that leap, even if we can understand or relate or want um, a new way of seeing. Yes, well, this is what
2: the basis of these talks are about. This is like a new pair of glasses, like Chuck C said, it's not correcting the uh the old glasses. It's a new pair of glasses. Yeah. And so with this idea of self involved in it all, your hit, your past, your present, your future, it's gonna be similar. <laughs> your past, your present, your future. Yeah. If you're looking at it from self-centeredness, and you're going over looking at it from self-centeredness from self-centeredness you're going to get the same old same old yeah and this is why I love AA It, uh, it uses the word new quite a lot a new attitude and a new outlook a new freedom and a new happiness this is not a rehabbed old freedom and an old happiness yeah this is new it's something that actually passeth our understanding which is awesome yeah, <laughs> just like I feel you come into AA and if you have a problem with God or whatever you want to call it, they would say, well, it could be a God of your own understanding. Fantastic. But if you start feeling the effects of this program, of this higher power through the program, that idea is going to change. And I feel it, where it led me was that I have a higher power of its own understanding. Yes, which is quite, quite different than having a higher power of my understanding. <laughs>
4: Do you think that weight of acknowledging that our past was a farce, in a sense, is what keeps us from making the accepting what we. Of
2: course, yes. Because we feel, who wants to look at, you know, like it says in the 12 by 12, who wants to admit complete defeat? No head does, now I believe we're not the head, but when we're identified as self for all intents and purposes, we're living as if we're the head and the head doesn't wanna be proven wrong once again. It's trying to live a whole life avoiding that. Yeah, (laughs) that's what, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So basically this is why you're asking Something that's not interested in, in doing the uh, chore, yeah, at all. So this is why. If you see what you used to look from, you won't use those old glasses to see this new way of life. You just won't, yeah,
4: yeah. That, is there a, a sort a, a sort of grieving? that we need to take uh, into account in order to to, to let go, to, to, to acknowledge that- Oh, uh, that...
2: I, I don't think anything is necessary, but if it's necessary in your situation, yes, then it's necessary. So grieving. I don't think anything is essential, but a lot of things can appear to be essential as these things play themselves out, yes. So I feel doing the inventory and the amends, and then recognizing your role in things, and then seeing something else's role in things. uh, Yeah. I think you go through stuff, grievance, and then you go through, really, there's an acceptance always down the road. Yeah. So that which seemed completely intolerable, and I've ruined my whole life. There's (laughs) an acceptance of it. Yeah, because it's not you, yeah, and it's not a story, and who the hell says you ruined your own life? That which wants to ruin your own life, yeah? Maybe everything that you've done is being being put to great use right now by helping other alcoholics, so this is what it says, what you thought we thought had no value when surrendered becomes quite valuable, yeah? you'll, what does it say, you know, wherever you think, you think you're permanently useless and shit, you'll see that that's not true. So, yeah, this is what happens. This The way of life brings you through all of these things, brings you through the grievance, brings you through the joy, brings you through the gratitude, brings you through the recognition, brings you through the diagnosis of really the condition that you were suffering under, Brings you through all this, yeah, keeps you on the straight and narrow so that the revelations can find some extension here. Just like when I got struck sober, in hindsight, I truly believe if I hadn't been introduced to AA that night, that being that miracle of being struck so sober would have died on the vine in a couple of days. But because it was it was matched with an invitation to a, a design for living. I've been able to, that miracle has extended for 35 years. I've been sober in two weeks, 35 years. Yeah. It would not, it would not have been able to withstand the the habits and shit for more than a couple of days, I bet you. But because that miracle combined with a way of life has some juice. Well, exactly. We're living a way of life that allows these if you want to call them processes to go through, so yes, there's grievance, there's this, there's da 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 da. But you find that every aspect of what you thought was pointless has value when surrendered over to this higher power through this program. That's one thing that has been revealed to me over and over again. the The value isn't in the thing; it's what's given to the thing. And the spirit sees everything is valuable. That's my experience. Yeah. That's my experience. Yeah. So, yeah. That Thank you. That that you wanted to shut the door on it. Fucking springs just has so much value. Just all these things. This is a whole, this isn't about uh like a a dogmatic belief system. It's revelatory. Recovery is revelatory and and it progresses. As long as you don't regress, it will progress, yes? That's what it does. It's moving toward the light, even while it is the light, but its movement is towards the light, yeah? It has a propulsion and people notice it here, yeah? Things get better. And maybe if they don't get better, you travel lighter through them. So, this is, uh, yeah. What happens a lot of times now in life, people don't want to go through any process. If they start thinking they're feeling weird, they take something immediately. A lot of times, you have to go through a process to arrive at somewhere new. Yeah. And so, times you got to sort of be bummed out and shit like that. So that you can see the truth in it, so that you're, you'll be less bummed out the rest of your fucking life, yeah. So, this is what I feel has happened, and this says in our thing, you know, this power is going to constantly reveal to us stuff, yeah, it does, yeah. And maybe that stuff is reveals the appropriate responses to be to grieve it, yeah. And then the next appropriate response would have gratitude. And then or A-W-E or just, you know, joy. There's a lot of that. A lot gets revealed. Yeah. Self is
1: not flexible. It's arthritic. It's arthritic. It doesn't fit itself around things.
2: It tries to fit things around it. It doesn't want to leave. It doesn't want to lose its shape. So it tries to shape everything else to fit its view. And it's fucking myopic and small and
1: fail. Yeah. So.
2: To me, I don't look back on it at all. I'm like Ulysses and I'm not listening to the sirens anymore. I'm just on the boat facing forward. (laughs) I did this and I did that. There's nothing special in this life that I did or I didn't do. Yes? Yes. Yeah. So... I wish I didn't get run over by that car. Yeah, but I did. Yeah. So the wishing becomes an aspect of a disease. A, di- a disease that doesn't recognize what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Does it have the ability to change anything? No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's like the little wizard behind the curtain of Oz. Yeah. So, I'd much rather fit around circumstances than try to constantly fit them around me. (laughs) Like they say, you're not going to win if you argue with reality. (laughs) You might as well just uh, go along with the plan. (laughs) <laughs> I want to be right. Okay. Sure. Usually when you're right, you're alone. That's the two, the two big bonuses. I'm right and I'm alone. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Anyone else? Jacob?
0: Yeah, we have Sally. This is our last hand. So far, all right,
2: Sally. Come oh, on in. Hello,
5: hi. Um, in some of the training I did, we spent lots of time on why this thing does what it does. So they talk about the nervous system and the this and the that and why and self sabotage and all these concepts that basically just talk about this process of mind, process of head maybe is a better word. And so I spent a lot of time thinking, why is it doing this? And then I suddenly realized, just as you're talking at the beginning, I thought I've lost interest in the why. I just know it does it, right? Yes. And then that's all I need. and That's That's all you need. And to
2: see that it isn't you doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Like the why questions, they felt like they were going to free me, but they kept getting me more stuck because then there's a whole concept and everything else. And then, well, there's um, the
2: value of asking why questions. It led you to realize that they we're getting you more stuff. That's the beauty yeah. of it. Yeah? yeah? Yeah.
5: So that's like, oh, just know that it does. And that it's whatever it does, it's not me. And then, um, God, resentments, going back to resentment, but I've had a lifelong resentment against my poor sister and uh, really destructive for me, m- much more than it, than it was for her, obviously. And then I... In German, we've got this word called Kopfkino, which means a head cinema. And um, I realized, like, I have to create, it's not just my body that did something in the past and my body that's not going to get something in the future. I have to create her, and I have to give her motivations, and I have to give her feelings, like how happy she is and how much she's, you know... Mm -hmm. So I, and then I have to create my, I have to like, there's this whole, so it's just a whole cast of characters, not just my body, but their bodies too. And I'm director and writer, obviously. And as soon as I see that, it just feels so much lighter, you know, to, to just see that there's this whole cast going on and it's just shit.
2: <laughs> well, it's a dance. It's like a dance, yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah, and all the feelings that I give other people, that they're having a fantastic time, and I'm, it's just, I mean, we know it's insanity, but it's just another, it just felt like a a way of seeing through it.
2: Great, well, that's the whole point. It doesn't, it's not what you see, it's the seeing through it is the key, yeah? It's not what you see, don't stop at what you see and become a master of that. See through it, it's the seeing that's to me is it. It's it's the sense of awareness, not what it's aware of, but the sense of awareness itself is it, yeah? That's the, just the sense of being aware. It's the closest I feel you can come to what you are, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so it's not just what I see, It's the seeing through it all. Yes. Because that's a quality of awareness. Awareness does not stop being aware when it comes upon an object. Yeah. It's the field that the object appears in. Yeah. It's not something that's appearing in the field. It's the field that the object appears in. All there is, is awareness. Yeah. And we are like uh, at this moment where an appearance of that awareness is like an action that's based on stillness. Yeah. It's aware. It's not trying to be aware. It's not doing awareness. It's not directed awareness. It's aware. That's its nature. Yeah. So... Just like when you wake up, you have sort of examples. You're hearing. There's no directing of what you wanna hear. You're hearing shit you don't wanna hear, like the drip, drip, drip of, a, of a, a gutter outside after the rain, yeah? You're hearing. Whatever is in the, the, the spectrum of your ability to hear, you're hearing, yeah? You're seeing everything. Not just the jade plant, but the jade plant and the tree and this, and then it's, it's, it's stacked with time and space, yeah? So you see the jade plant, and then there's a background of a tree. This is like a movie, yeah? In a way, and the, it's incredibly beautiful, the production of it. And then we get caught up in the, the head does, not us, in, in the particulars. And we, we, we get caught up in the tree and we lose the sense of the forest, yeah? Yeah, so I am this is a beautiful starting point. I am, Paul, and then Paul becoming the new starting point causes a lot of confusion and a lot of other effects, yeah? That could be remedied not by Paul or through Paul, but before Paul, which is I am, yeah? So I am, uh, ah, yeah, Paul, yeah? If I look at everything from Paul as the starting point, I'm miss seeing everything, yes? If I start, because we're seeing Paul, what's making Paul up, we're seeing. We've never left that starting point the idea of paul is a made up starting point it is yeah so in a weird way it can easily be unmade up because what's made up isn't true it isn't real you don't have to get a a, a moving company to move you from paul back to i am paul is just yes it was just appearing that you started from Paul.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, hey,
2: nice to see you, Sally. Yeah. The I am or spirit, that's the spiritual condition. That's the daily reprieve based on your spiritual condition, the maintenance of it. Well, if spiritual condition is being, and being is a, a, a complete action, in other words, there's never not a being, then being is the maintain is the highest maintenance of being. Yes. So recognize you aren't you aren't the wasing and the willing, but you are the being, is the maintenance of your condition, that spiritual condition. Yeah. It maintains itself. You don't have to do much. All what needs to be is do what we need to do to diminish the mental condition. That's all. When you bring down the mental condition and the interest and attention that's been wedded to that, that goes other places. And that's what enriches your day, is the freed interest and attention, freed from want, the identification of self, which can be construed as bondage of self. So now your attention and interest is freed from the bondage of self. And now it has, now it may be at the business of enriching your day right now by being you established in what's happening right now, not established in what's not happening, yeah? So you have your new starting point and then you start anew every day, yeah? You're here dancing with uh, Tuesday, yes? Yeah. And then see what happens. Yeah. I mean, literally, see, if you started from a faulty position, it would probably be preceded. Its journey would be uh, accompanied with anxiety. But if you start from a touchstone, that's true. That tends to go along with you also. Yes. You feel like you're in good hands. You feel an assurance that you're okay instead of an atmosphere of anxiety that you're not going to be okay, yeah? That's a basis. This is what AA changes, a basis. It changes your attitude and outlook. It changes, you're going to have a new basis, trusting the infinite. These are, these are fundamental uh, changes, yeah? Fundamental. And then they influence all the shit that comes and goes and all the changes that we have to travel lighter through. Yeah. So we don't try to stabilize what can't be stabilized. We live from what's stable and it allows us to travel lighter through the instability of living here. Yes? Your knee can go out like this. You can, You. someone could, steal your ID and take all the money out of your bank account or whatever. Yes. So like Jesus said, you don't rely on that, which can be, you know, where dust and moths can get to. Yes. Don't put your treasure where it can't be stored, so to speak.
1: So, yeah, that's all.
2: <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun today. because my head's off the leash. It's nice. I can roam a little bit. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for the uh this marathon runner felt cooped up in a closet. It's gotta mm-hmm. run. It's gotta get out. Yeah. You can't keep telling me about your problems all day. Let's look at the underlying stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You reminded me we're in the stars, you know, before I look at the 1950 Chevy in the garage. (laughs) That's a good reminder. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you Sally. And uh if you could put the name, the German word, was it Kabikina? Uh either put it in chat or if you wanted to say it uh for mind theater or mind cinema, is that what you said?
2: Yeah, put that send it to Jacob. Jacob can send it to me. I didn't understand it so I went just overrode it. I don't know. Mind theater, yes. Kopkino. The cinema of self. Yes. Yeah. I call it the, uh, your private por- uh, porno theater. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gets done in Dallas. <laughs> uh, you know,
1: I've been looking for the origin of that phrase theater of the mind for a long time. It's, I don't know.
2: Oh, great. If you I ever actually
1: found it.
2: See what happens so. when you come here? You always get surprised. oh yeah all right so let's uh jacob anyone else or we'll say goodbye eh? Uh, yeah let's say goodbyes all right jacob thank you thank you for your share and just thank you for you diving into the deep end of the pool i appreciate it i Um, love it yeah michael stacy as always are you going to be there michael today oh great great thank you We have a meeting at 4.30 Pacific time today uh, under the banner of non-duality. Yeah, if you're interested. All right, we got Kathy from Cleveland. I'm always happy to hear from you, Kathy. Yes. Yeah. We got Sally. There she is. Thank you, Sally. Tom in New Mexico now. Yes. Oh, nice down there. Uh, I don't know who this is. No names coming out. The beanie with the hats on. I say hello. Not the hats. Hat. One hat. Chris. B. Yeah, my name is
1: Paul too, buddy.
2: Oh, Paul. Yeah, nice to see you again, Paul. Yeah. Crispy. Martin. Hello. Nice to see you, Gary. As always, you're on. Ah, I got it right. You're on. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Nice to see you, Greg, as always, Minneapolis, Walter, the Netherlands, Jeff, P, down in Southern Cal, riding the bike, looking pretty nice, clear skies, Joseph yes. C, my friend in France, ham and cheese in Tucson, mm. don't put it outside, it may melt the cheese there, watch out. <laughs> nice to see Nicholas. My girlfriend's name is Bree. <laughs> oh, Bree. <laughs> Roman. Oh, yeah, by the way, Roman just reminded me, if you're interested, we're gonna, I think on the website, we have the information for the, the next Zen Bishlap and the only Zen Bit Slap retreat in Italy in October. So, uh, yeah, we had a great time other than getting COVID last year. So we're gonna try to bypass that. Does it sell out pretty fast? What? Does it sell out pretty fast? I don't know. We're going to try to get the most I think we can have is 30 people. So I would get in there if you can. And uh, yeah. but yeah, it was a glorious time last time. So cool. We're hoping. Uh, yeah, it'll be nice. We're going to be in Sicily. I love that. Day. man. I haven't been out of, out of the country in quite a while. it will be great. Oh, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. You got a lot of aquamarine and in great history there yeah i've been to a lot of places but yeah
4: last time i was out of the country i was in mexico getting shot at so
2: well you'll probably have a better way this time yeah i think so (laughs) so we got david b nice to see david uh let's see i got walter joseph ham and cheese david b we got miranda 60 days yes two months. Let's hear it from Miranda. Fantastic. Yes, that's fantastic. honey. Great. I'm very happy to hear that. Christine listening. Yes, there you go. That's all that's necessary. Steve Cole down in San Diego. Alex in the Hudson Valley. I think yes, there she is. I'm going to try to get out there in June. I think early June, late May. So I'll let everyone know when I'm going back east. I'm hoping to. Rich A. from the UK. Annette. Oh, Annette. Nice to see Annette from Philly area. We've got Al in Vegas. Chris B. John S. in Florida. There's Annette. I just took a, made an appearance. Chris from Lexington. Nice to see you. Jed, John, Jed, Oliver, Berlin, Andrew, Mia on the iPhone. Mia, uh, she'll be going back to Australia, I think, this weekend. So Mia has been a, a a character in Zen Bit Slap, that's for sure.
5: Hi, thank you.
2: Nice to see you, honey. Oh,
5: good to see you too and everyone. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you.
2: All right, everyone. Well, that's it. I'll see you later. Uh, just yeah, remember rule sixty-two. Don't take yourself so seriously. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Bye. Buddy. Thanks,
1: Paul. Bye. Thanks, Paul. See you tonight.
2: Thanks, Thanks Jacob. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks, Michael. Thanks. Bye.